kind of like you. I, oh, I'm not, not those not into ones. You. No. Her hands didn't match what was happening. Really Bird. good. <laughs> Toronto <laughs> slang. Like that's not. But hear me out. Hear me out. Oh. Word on the streets, it's Bowls and Beats. What's good, everybody? And welcome back. It's your girl, X. And joining us today is a Toronto-based DJ who has such a beautiful soul inside and out. Let's welcome my girl, DJ Shannon Hill. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you for having me. So let's just get like real and raw because we know that's what the audience loves. Yep. And for those of you that don't know who Shannon Hill is, she's an amazing DJ. So let's give it up and go check her out. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know you, what's your story? Like, how did you get into DJing? You know, I don't know if it was... I feel like when I was younger, I didn't realize that the music industry was a thing, if that makes sense. I just liked music, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I used to compose um, songs for my school band. So I used to write scores. Um, and then after that, I fell in love with like, theater and film, and, and I wanted to actually score um, movies. Okay. So do their entire soundtrack. But I didn't know, I was probably like maybe 11 at the time, 11, 12. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing, if yes, that makes sense. Yes. Like I didn't know where to look or whatever, but I knew I liked doing it. Yes. And music is just something that I've carried with me my whole life up until now. Um, and obviously forever. <laughs> yeah. And um, I like that yeah. you mentioned when you were young, you already kind of had this feeling that you like liked you, what music, but you didn't know like how to get into it. That's yeah. a case with a lot of people who are into arts because like arts aren't really focused on in school. You know, we're focusing on other things and the artistic kids are kind of left behind. We're like, okay. Yeah, my favorite <laughs> classes were definitely music yes, and visual arts and dramatic yeah. arts. So that yeah. those were my, and lunch. Yes, but <laughs> like the school system doesn't really push careers when it comes to art. It's just like a, a fun thing, a side hobby. You're extracurricular class. Yeah, literally Like why does it have to be an extracurricular? I'm, I'm in this shit for life. And you know what? I mean, the pandemic sucked, but one thing we can all like agree on is that we were able to focus on what we like yeah. for a while. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. finding that a lot of people are really pursuing their passions now that the mm -hmm. pandemic hit. They had time to really remind themselves like life is about doing what you like exactly like right? you're allowed to have fun yes i live, try to tell myself live. that sometimes like you're allowed to have fun like yes. you can be doing stuff and you can enjoy yourself so. yeah and you mentioned that your dad's like a huge reggae fan so is reggae yeah. your favorite genre to mix to mostly reggae because that's what my dad liked to listen to yeah. and obviously your dad's a huge music fan so mm -hmm. was he supportive of your career choice when you decided you wanted to do djing they didn't my parents are super old school, Oh, but oh so they didn't necessarily <laughs> see that as a career path. Yeah. Oh, God. They're just like, oh, music. <laughs> they liked hearing the music, so yes. that was a vibe. But yes. um, no, nah, I don't think they took in like how serious I was until um, I told them that I was performing at Rolling Loud. I, like, I don't think they took in that. Like, I've been putting in the work. Like, I want to do this. Yes. I want to do this. And yeah, they're very supportive yes. now. And I love that you brought that up because I was going to ask you about that. How was that experience? I was phenomenal. I was in the crowd amazing. and it was amazing. <laughs> I can imagine from your point of view. It was it was so dope. It was um, it was amazing. It was a dream come true. Literally, um, beginning of 2022, I wrote myself like a vision board, made a vision board, mm -hmm. and I had Rolling Loud at the top. Oh shit! But it was more so like a almost like a three to five year plan type of vision board and mood board like that I created and it was just crazy that I got a random like a call like on a random day in April it was from Tara 
and um shout out tara lord tara lord she's an yeah. amazing artist y'all need to check her out um she called she's like yo guess who's performing at rolling loud i'm like dope i'm like this is huge i was so excited for her i was so amped and then she's like yo do you want to be my dj and i was like you're like me? <laughs> it was that moment where i realized like wow like all the hard work and the time and that i'm actually putting in like yes. people are seeing it mm-hmm. so that's a huge stage yeah and for her to like for her to pick me to be her backing DJ, it was like, yeah, yeah. I was so humble. Definitely a big, like big a, moment, right? It was much needed. And honestly, I hope they do it again. Because a lot of people were like having their doubts. They were getting nervous. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I thought it was amazing. Even being in the crowd, I was like, this is great. Like, I don't even feel like I'm in Toronto right now. Like, <laughs> usually everybody hates each other. Like, it's all love here. I love yeah, it. Yeah, for real. So what are you looking forward to? Like, any upcoming performances? I'm actually going to be a guest DJ for the Raptors 905 coming up in march oh shit yeah so that's something i'm super excited for yes love to see it it's like right uh by my birthday so wow that's amazing nice little birthday gift to myself i honestly love that you've accomplished so much in so little that's that's truly amazing thank you i appreciate it she has a woman it is so nice to see you're like represent so coming into the music industry do you find that there's any cons as a female dj i get bypassed a lot like people right. don't take me seriously. Mm-hmm. They don't think I can actually spin, and mm-hmm. then I spin, and they're like, "Oh my bad." <laughs> like, oh shit! But for when sure. they see like a, a girl come up, like behind the decks, they're like, "And do you find that there's any pros in being a female DJ?" Because as much as I express that it's difficult for women in the music industry, some guys will always think it's easier for us because we have the looks. We got. <laughs> The quote-unquote pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, shout out Friday from We Love Hip Hop. No offense, man. But once he <laughs> tweeted, girls don't have to work as hard as men in the industry because they got boobs. And I was like... Big boobs? What? Um, child. Anyway, so... That's why we got to work harder. Because no, we got we, boobs. That's why we have to work harder. Because <laughs> yeah. we are women, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I will say, though, my experience sometimes is slightly different just because of how I dress. Like, on my outward appearance. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, per, I personally wouldn't say it's any easier, at least for me, from my yeah. experience. Like, it yeah. hasn't been any easier just because I am a woman. I mean, exactly. like, I get put on events if it's about women. So, right, right. You know, but um, Which I have pretty had, rare, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had like an experience where it's like, yeah, I can say, like, I got through this easier just because I am a woman. Yes. And I like that you brought up the fact that your appearance, like, you don't even present yourself in that way yeah. but yeah it's still hard on you because we have people like missy elliott she she was not a sexualized object yet mm-hmm. people still made it hard for her like she yeah. had to prove herself so hard and even your sexuality like do you find that people are kind of dismissive about that as well um how, how so like I, if guys find out like they can't smash because you're not interested or they kind of oh my like, god right guys guys <laughs> it's they still try and i'm like yo can you, like it's kind of like you Oh, not, not those into ones. You. Like I'm not into you. I'm sorry, but um, don't, 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 don't do it. They do still try, and I've had experiences where guys do still try. Wow. But um, you know, I just gotta put my foot down and say like, no, that's not cool. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm not interested. I just want to yeah. work. You know, yeah. I'm here to spin my set go you know yeah we definitely need more like safe environments for women yeah like, even for someone in your position like you're literally not interested in men they're still <laughs> bothering you it's still. like what the fuck and obviously we have that stigma where it's like people like paris hilton or uh what's her name um lindsey lohan they were like mm. fake djing they were like just putting you know the song on play and like yeah you know we get that stigma a lot too so what do you think about all those fake djs 
And how can you tell the I difference? Think, I think it's just funny when I see it live. Because, like, I see videos <laughs> all the time online of people fake DJing. Mm-hmm. And then I see it live. I remember I, I went to this event one time and um, someone was spinning. I ended up in the booth and it was a mix. No. <laughs> and her hands didn't match what was happening. Do the hokey pokey. And turn your big ass around and get the fuck back to your fucking seat. I've had even DJ T Jr. tell me that she's done like whole sets for people and she'll sell it to them and they'll like pretend it's their set. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, right? Like yeah. it really is a thing and it doesn't add to, you know, the stigma towards women because then it's like, oh, she, she doesn't know what she's doing and that's yeah. how you get bypassed. It's <laughs> insane. So you're self-taught. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Can we like just emphasize on that? Because people always think like you need like a crazy background. You need like crazy money. And it's you can really do it yourself. Yeah, it's YouTube. So you really just need that drive. And mm-hmm. it shows in you clearly. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. Okay. You said you hate fake DJs, right? Yes. So can you do a little set right now live? I don't know. Do they want that? I think they want you it. do it? Yeah, y'all want that? Okay. DJ shout it out. <laughs> All right, I'll do a little something for y'all. Hey, let's go to the orange room.
most about that set are your scratches you're good at that thank you yes um i actually just started learning uh in march of last year nice i just, I just got some help with uh from dj grouch shout out dj grouch yeah um, he was my teacher too oh sick really yeah oh yeah, shit yeah, i went to travis damn yeah he's amazing <laughs> i had the opportunity to be a mentee um through the remix project and just being able to actually get my hands on vinyls and it was just it was crazy like he's he's amazing that's awesome. Yeah. And clearly practice makes perfect. You've grown so much. Yeah. So if you can go back to when you first started DJing, what would you tell yourself? Patience. Mm-hmm. Patience. I'm someone that gets so frustrated if I don't get something right away. And it's like, I know that's not how life works, <laughs> but I still get frustrated. Yeah, yeah. So definitely patience. Um, patience for sure. Um, I tell myself that still every day because I'm not where I want to be, but it's like, I know patience consistency i'll get there absolutely and what yeah. do you think the music industry is lacking in canada um i would say support of each other um support of our own music and playing our own music one thing i'm really big on is playing local artists from the city like i love putting mm-hmm. artists from the city from yes. saga wherever yes. that's where i'm from shout out saga <laughs> and any of my sets just to like just so we can hear ourselves, you know, because yes. we don't realize how much talent we actually have, oh except God, for, for like, real. you know, the big dogs that are mainstream now. Yeah. But like we have so much underground people yes. who are making noise and they just need to be heard. Yeah. And I love that you said, you know, Toronto, well, not even Toronto, Canada is lacking support because it's true. Yeah. Like ever since I started this podcast and I've discovered all these talented people, I'm like what have we been sleeping on this whole time? Yeah. Like Now I'll find my playlist like with a bunch of people who are local and I'm like, wow, like w- we don't good, have this exposure, thing. right? It's so I'm like, let see. me be that person. Like people yeah. need a platform, <laughs> let me give it to them, right? See, I'm telling you, I have the mind of a master, master, I have the mind of a mastermind. What's that? I don't know, but and I'm so creative like that. What's your creative process like? I know you're a cannabis consumer. So would you mm-hmm. say cannabis kind of helps with your creative process? Oh, for sure. I feel like because it it helps me get into that flow state a lot faster where it's like I'm in my own zone. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it definitely helps with that. Yeah. And uh, for people that don't know, cannabis and music literally do go hand in hand. And they have for years, (laughs) years. Like we're going back to like 1940, Louis Armstrong, like he was smoking so much weed. And obviously that showed through his music. Like he was crushing it. All the jazz players we're smoking that weed. Uh-huh. Like, that's where it started, right? You just and hear things differently, too. Literally. And it enhances, you know, your listening skills, your creativity. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it makes sense. So, what's a stigma that you kind of want to get rid of within the cannabis community? Um, Definitely the fact that it makes you a bad person. Because, mm-hmm. like, everything aside, I feel like that's the main stigma where people are like, oh, you smoke weed, oh, you're, you're bad or you're trashy or, like, you know? Or you're just a druggie, but it's like, come on now. Like people, people use cannabis for different reasons, right? Absolutely. Um, for me, I use it for medicinal purposes, mm-hmm. um, for recreational too. But of course, <laughs> definitely, 
medicinal purposes um i like to meditate while high too Mm -hmm. um but i just think if you smoke weed like you're still dope like you're cool no pun intended you're still dope (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah you're still dope um you're still cool like you know like do what you gotta do like if smoking weed is what helps uplift you then and do that you know with moderation of course yes but yeah and i'm glad that you brought up the whole meditation thing Mm because again that goes back to music and cannabis being tied together right yeah when you're meditating you're listening to those sounds to those rhythms and Mm -hmm. then you know the weed just helps you ground yeah they're both things that ground you which is why i kind of wanted to start bowls and beads because i'm like these are two amazing things that ground people bring people together like why are we not putting it on a pedestal (laughs) right especially as a dj you're constantly around environments that have alcohol drugs Mm -hmm. so would you say like weed is the safest route for me yeah like i i can dj while high i can't dj when i'm drunk so usually literally (laughs) when i'm at when i'm at an event and people say you want to drink i honestly a lot of times i say no but i feel like i want to smoke up i'm like yeah (laughs) like i'm with it exactly but um yeah i can i prefer being high when i'm spinning um, it's a funny story. I actually used to practice during the pandemic. I was like, you know, eventually I'm going to be in clubs and parties. I should practice spinning drunk. So I would take shots because on TikTok and Instagram, <laughs> there was actually a shot challenge where you like would tag your friends. And then anyways, I got. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I got, actually think I remember. I that. got tagged in one of those. So <laughs> I'm like, this is the yeah. perfect day. So I took a couple shots in Malibu and I got on the deck. So I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I can't read my laptop. Yeah. But yeah, when I was high, it was it was great. It was a good time. Exactly. And you mentioned <laughs> that it's also medicine you. How does it help you? I used to battle depression a few years back, and weed honestly helped with that. Mm-hmm. And this is no way promoting weed, but I'm just speaking no, of my own experience. No, be real. Yeah, be real. <laughs> but yeah, like it 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 helped a lot, you know. And I used it in a way where it's like it wasn't to escape. It was more to so like make it easier to face myself mm-hmm. so that uh i love that you're being real because honestly like not a lot of people get that perspective like mm. if you know you know if you don't yeah. it's cool like it's that's <laughs> fine but just don't judge us you know what i mean like yeah, personally exactly. i used it because it helps me cope with my ptsd mm. like it's not necessarily that i'm ignoring it it's just when you start going through that phase where you're like I'm about to get in it. Like my stomach personally starts turning. Like I start feeling physically sick mm-hmm. and weed helps me ground myself. Right. It reminds your body like you're safe. You're okay. Like you're yep. good. Right. So I love that you brought that up. Cause I feel like it needs to be talked about more. Cause people are always constantly stigmatizing it, saying everybody's lazy, unmotivated, you know, I agree, yeah. it, it's, that's not true. So how do you yeah. stay motivated? Obviously pursuing your dream career. Like it gets frustrating sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you need patience. So yeah. how do you stay motivated? <laughs> Um, I kind of look back at what I've accomplished mm-hmm. and I kind of like wow myself and I think bigger yes. or like how else can I, um, put myself in a position where I'm doing something, yeah, for myself, but like at the end I'm still giving back. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that keeps me motivated as well. Like I want to be able to be in a position where I can give back, especially financially. Mm-hmm. But if I not, then it's like, I, I want to get there. Yeah, you'll get there eventually, right? One day. Exactly. So have you ever had a moment where you felt like giving up, where you were kind of like, I can't do this anymore? And how did you kind of overcome that? I just told myself, like, yo, like, how bad do I want this? And I look at, you know, where I want to be and the alternative path where, like I said, I can go back to school, get a regular job. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of forced myself to take the actions towards where I want to go as hard as it was. 
Yeah, I don't know if, it, if it, it made sense yeah. how I explained it, but it's like I was either going to sit and sulk and not do anything about it and let the time pass and wish I was here. Yeah. Or I could actually do the actions to help me get exactly. there. Exactly. Like, don't regret it, right? Yeah. You don't want to be like, what if? No, That's what if? That's the worst. No. Yeah, the what if. So we obviously talked about how cannabis can be healing, but music can also be very healing. That's also why, you know, I have beats. Like, music is so healing. So how do you feel like music has mm -hmm. healed you? I feel like music got me through, like, my darkest times. It helps me. It gets me through my best times. Mm -hmm. And... It just makes me express, it allows me to express myself in through different ways, through different channels. And I can reach people through music as well, just from what I do. And I love that because I know music helped me through a lot of my dark times. Yeah. And I know. Especially as children. Exactly. Because you're not like old enough to like be smoking and drinking yet. So you're no. Like, you don't have like, a lot of outlets. to music. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I know music is in a major outlet for a lot of people, including myself. So the fact that I know when I, do an event i get to spin and i get to at least whether i'm touching one person you know like they yes. hear their favorite song yes. that's one thing like i don't usually like requests but sometimes <laughs> i play it make that one person so i'm happy. like you know what like if i can make some one person happy like that'd be that'd be dope so i know that i have the opportunity to actually make someone's day i know when they're going through stuff yeah. so yeah so before we wrap it up, I started doing this this season just to kind of humanize people, get people feeling like it's okay to, you know, be funny, not take mm. everything seriously, not have to portray your image so perfectly. So we're going to play a game that I made up. Oh, my God. And it's called Up Close and Personal. So I'm just going to ask you a bunch of random ass questions <laughs> and you're just going to answer whatever comes to your head. Okay. Okay. So if you could be any animal, what animal would you be and why? <laughs> If I could be an animal, I think I'd be a bird. Oh, because <laughs> I could fly. I know I said bird. It's like that's not like, really bird. Good. <laughs> Toronto <laughs> slang. Like that's not. <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. I can fly above everything. You can fly, see below me, and then there's really no one yes. above me. So like, good point. What's your favorite food? Tacos. A oh, lot. I love like tacos. I love tacos, but like I'm starting to like love them a lot more. Oh, I like, love tacos. So good. Soft shell tacos. <laughs> so if you wrote a book about your life, what would the title be? Enjoy the vibes. I would read that shit so fast. <laughs> and if you could give yourself advice, your younger self, what would it be? Be authentic with yourself mm -hmm. and always make sure the voice inside your head is on your side. Mm -hmm. I like that yeah. one because I ignore that voice a lot and I always end up fucking myself over. <laughs> yeah, always make sure right? that's on your side. So who is your first celebrity crush? Ooh, Lil Romeo or Chris Brown? Uh, why do I feel like everybody's just Chris one of Brown? Them? <laughs> If you were not a DJ, what would you be doing? Producing. Oh, I mean, pretty close. I mean, right? I'm about to be a producer, <laughs> but... <laughs> if yeah. you only had one more day to live, how would you spend it? Um, With those that I love playing mm. music. That's e cute. Yeah. And eating tacos. And yes. Eating, yes, eating tacos. <laughs> Describe yourself in one word. Resilient. Oh, I like that. Yes. Coffee or tea? Tea. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did not expect that. T -t -t -t. Okay, herbalist. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, bowls or beets? <gasps> Both. Right answer. <laughs> 
So before we wrap it up, can you just let our audience know where they can find you on social media and what to look forward to? Tell them what you got, girl. <laughs> so you can find me on my socials at Shannon.Hill. That's S-H-A-N-N-Y-N dot Hill. Yes. And you can also find me on Soul Flower Fest. Um, S-O-L Ooh. Flower Fest. Yes. Um, that's a showcase that me and Tara actually put on. Yes. Um, Before we end the show, let's talk about that for a yeah. bit. So, so Soul Flower Fest is an event you put together for artists in Toronto? Yeah. It's awesome. a, a platform for artists to come together, uh, BIPOC and LGBTQ artists. To Amazing. So to anybody who wants to be part of the show, can they reach out to you to like perform or how can yeah, they be they part can. of Yeah, they can. We're actually looking for artists now because we're planning our next show. Ooh. Our last one was dope at the Drake Underground. Shout out to everyone who was there. Um, but yeah, we're looking for submissions right now for artists. Nice. Um, we're looking to expand the genre. So if we do pop, um, we haven't really had too much pop yet. So looking for pop artists, any singers, um, but honestly, anybody. Yes. You awesome. can contact us at soulflowerfest on Instagram or email contact at soulflowerfest.com. Yes. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching. And if you haven't checked her out, go check her out on all social media platforms. Okay. She is so talented. So amazing. Inside out. Let's give it up for her one more time, everybody. Woo! <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Shannon. Thank it was you. so nice to meet you. And we will do this again. Word on the streets is bowls and beats. Beats, 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 beats. <laughs>